Never set him down. Never set him down. Those were the words that God placed on my heart as I held up the consecrated host, the Holy Eucharist, at the closing Mass of the year of St. Joseph, which was just this past December. Never set him down. In that moment, I interpreted these words as maybe coming from St. Joseph, and I received them as a personal exhortation for me to never give up on my priesthood, to never set down my commitment to Jesus in my ordination, to stay true to my promises as much as possible, to never set him down. I was reminded of this beautiful grace I received from the Lord when I heard the words from our gospel passage today, the words that the angel spoke to St. Joseph in his dream. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. In other words, the angel is exhorting him, do not be afraid to make this choice, Joseph. Don't be afraid to accept this awesome, permanent commitment. Don't be afraid to commit, to say yes, to take up Mary and this child conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. Take them up, hold them up, and then never set them down. As the story goes, when Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. Father Federico Suarez once wrote that Joseph's decision to receive Mary and to celebrate the wedding had an irrevocable character. An irrevocable character. It could not be undone. It was permanent. This meant that St. Joseph now had to follow through to the end without ever considering the possibility of turning back or retracing his steps he had already taken, or of taking any alternative way. This was, for St. Joseph, the climactic decision. It was the unconditional surrender of his life to the service of God, a total consecration to Mary and to the child who was already on the way. In a sense, this moment contained all moments for St. Joseph. It was the defining turn of his will that now will echo through all eternity. And for us here and now, this decision of St. Joseph is a beautiful and clear reminder of something that is so important, something that is so fundamental about the dignity that we have been given by God. We have the ability to make real, permanent, eternal decisions. We can make commitments that also will echo through eternity. I wonder, however, have we sort of forgotten that human beings do have this incredible power? Have we become a little bit skeptical of such a capacity? I mean, let's face it, we have seen so many glaring failures, haven't we? 
so many broken commitments and betrayals. We've experienced the intense pain of many broken promises. I know we all have. Friends and family haven't kept their word. Priests have deserted their parishes. Marriages have crumbled. People we thought would be with us through thick and thin have turned their backs on us and run away. We have failed to keep our commitments in so many ways. Under the weight of so much human failure, I wonder, do we even believe that permanent commitments are still possible? I'm not trying to shame anyone here, because this is really hard stuff, really scary stuff even, serious stuff. I can speak for myself. When two out of three priests in one of our recent ordination classes have already left active ministry, I have to wonder, I have to ask myself, can I go the distance? Can I hold true? Can I actually make good on my promises? Because I know how weak I am. This Mass marks the end of our our CIA retreat, and we are very grateful to have so many elect and so many candidates actively preparing to enter the church at Easter and at Pentecost. But let's be real. Maybe some of you have already wondered, maybe some of you have asked this question in your hearts. After my baptism, after my confirmation, after my first Holy Communion, will I stick with this until the end? Will I be able to be faithful to God until the moment of my death? Can I really say yes for that long? We're also blessed to be welcoming, as Father Kevin mentioned, many members from the William and Mary campus ministry today. And it's awesome to see so many young people like you who are actively engaged in your faith. But maybe some of you have already begun to wonder, what happens after graduation? What happens when I don't have my campus ministry community there to support me in prayer, my small group to encourage me to keep on following Jesus? Will I be able to stay true to the Lord when I go out to the real world and get a job and those relationships there? These are all very good, very real questions, honest questions. And I think it's questions like these that make St. Joseph such a pivotal role model for us today. Because here is a man who took his commitments dead serious. He relied on God and he held true to his promises in the face of real pain and real suffering. Here is a man who never set Mary and Jesus down, no matter what it cost. It seems to me anyways that St. Joseph is being raised up at this particular moment in history to remind all of us and to help us to reclaim the glorious fact that we really can make, as human beings, permanent decisions, permanent commitments. Because here's the deal. Making real choices that actually matter and that, yes, limit us Decisions that place restrictions on how the rest of our life unfolds? Well, all of that is part of the thrill of Christianity. It's at the heart of following Jesus, of depending completely on his grace moment to moment. 
Every choice for something is a choice against everything else. It is a cutting off, a sundering, a division, left or right, yes or no, heads or tails. Make the call before the coin falls. You have a limited amount of time to make that choice, and everything hangs on your decision. Far from paralyzing us in fear, this situation that we all find ourselves in should actually fill us with sort of a holy excitement, a sober determination. Why is that? Well, this situation reveals to us that our choices actually matter. They are not meaningless or absurd. They carry real weight, eternal weight. What a responsibility. What a privilege. G.K. Chesterton once said that when you choose to follow Jesus, you will have real obligations and therefore real adventures. So I ask you, do you want a real adventure? Do you want a real adventure? If so, then I invite you to join St. Joseph, join all of the angels and saints, and make a conscious choice to accept Mary and Jesus into your home and into your life in a deeper way right now. Reject and renounce all of the empty flakiness of our fallen world. Reject and renounce that demonic fear of decision. Instead, hand yourself over. Commit yourself once and for all to the perfect and liberating will of God. Because the beautiful reality is this. God is absolutely committed to us. He is in this for the long haul. He's not going back anywhere. He's not going to back out and he's not going to change his mind. He's not going to abandon us. Our first reading from the second book of Samuel made that much very clear. When the Lord spoke through the prophet Nathan saying, Go tell my servant David when your time comes and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your heir after you, sprung from your loins, and I will make his kingdom firm. His kingdom will be firm, not wishy-washy, not flaky, firm. And more than just firm, God is going to make this kingdom permanent. The Lord says it himself. I will make his royal throne firm forever. This permanent everlasting throne is the Davidic throne that Jesus ultimately accepted as the son of David, who, as our psalm put it today, will live forever. Jesus is alive and he lives forever. He is committed to his glorious risen life forever, committed to reigning in heaven, true God and true man for the rest of eternity. He's not changing his mind. It is locked in. His love for all of you is total. He will never set us down. So the question now is, will we set him down? When life gets busy, when we have plans, when relationships seem to be threatened by our faith, 
when we have concerns or questions about our faith, when prayer gets really dry and boring and hard, when God seems to be totally absent from us, will we set him down? My encouragement to you when anything like that does happen, and it probably will, my encouragement is to go to Joseph. Go to Joseph and ask him for the strength and the courage to make good on your promises, to persevere. I will leave you with this image to ponder. It's Christmas night. Imagine Joseph as he first takes Jesus into his arms. Picture Joseph as he lifts up little baby Jesus for the very first time. He's holding Jesus for the first time and he looks God right in the eye. He may well have been the very first person to do that. We don't know. But he could have been the first person on this planet to ever do that. In that moment, I have to imagine that Joseph thought back to that decision he made, to that moment of commitment. And I have to imagine that he praised and thanked God with all of his heart, mind, and soul. Lord, thank you so much that I was not too afraid to take Mary into my home. Thank you so much that I wasn't too paralyzed or ashamed to take care of her, to help her, to guard her, and to defend her and this beautiful child. Thank you so much, God, that I had faith enough to make that choice and persevere by your grace. Because if I hadn't, if I had resisted you, I wouldn't be here right now holding Jesus. I wouldn't be here holding him, my Lord, and somehow also my, my little boy, my son. I promise, Lord, from this moment onward, I will never set him down.